Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay. Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy alone! You're listening to a very special Christmas episode of The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia. I'm Kaleeb. And I'm Rachel Kukaji. So this week we're doing something a little special. We're calling it a Loftside Fire Chat. We've got a nice warm fire. we got all the nice chairs and got a lot of friends who are going to be stopping by the studio to talk to us a little bit. That's right, in true Christmas spirit. Yeah, so our first guest should be showing up any minute. Who could this be? Hello, Nick Trellia. Uh, it's Junior Alora Gage and friend of the show. Welcome back. Oh, it's great to be back. So uh, why don't you pull up a chair to our fire here? And uh, do you have any Christmas stories or anything you'd like to tell us? Um, yeah, I actually do. Um, so I have a pretty big family. Every Christmas we would go up to Nebraska and stay at my grandparents' house on my dad's side. Uh, and you know, we all give each other gifts and we get into this big circle and we open the gifts one by one. So you have your entire extended family watching you as you open these gifts. So you gotta, if it's a good gift, awesome. But if it's a bad gift, you gotta make sure your reaction is in check. So my grandma is notorious for giving just weird, weird gifts. Like one year she gave my little sister, Emma, uh, some like little Tupperware containers filled with lotion. Huh. She didn't want to give up the whole bottle, and so she just oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's stingy too. Not yeah. just weird. No. And then she, I remember one year she gave my older sister Allie like this bar of soap. She's like, oh, I got it in Paris, and Allie was like, you went to Paris 20 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, so just AKA like, she found it in her closet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. And so you got to be prepared for what grandma gets you because it'll be weird and you can't be mean about it. Right. Um so we're going around and I at this at this point in time, I was about like 2 or 3 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that perfect age where I repeat whatever my parents say. <laughs> um and so we're going around and I get to, to we get to my gift and I open it and it's just like this little ball of dirt. It's, I guess it's like something like a chia pet, like you put water on it and it grows. And, you know, I yell out. I go, what the heck is this? But I didn't say heck. (laughs) In front of everybody. (laughs) And everybody just like bursts out laughing. And (laughs) my siblings go, dad? (laughs) Where'd she learn that from? And so, oh, it was- Must be the TV. Wait, how old were you? I was like two or three. I was very little. Wow. And so, but everyone is kind of secret. They're secretly patting me on the back because uh, mm. like you finally could say, you know, you get away with saying oh what you goodness. felt in that moment, which was. And that accurate. was only the first time Laura Gage said what she felt. After that, she never stopped. <laughs> yeah. Right. Never. It's all downhill from there. So. Yeah. She's never said an unkind word to anyone ever, <laughs> especially not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, like, are there any other like bad gifts that you've ever gotten? Or, okay, what is your what is your, like your go to etiquette? Like, when you receive a gift and you don't like it, what what is the go to? Um, smile first of all. Um, right. Eye contact. <laughs> don't look away, because then it's a dead giveaway. Um, you're just like. Thanks. Uh, and then I usually try to say like what I'll do with it. Yeah. If it's like a use gift, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll make sure to like 
you know, and put this on my shelf or um, I don't know, something like Return along. Return it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I try to be courteous uh, or I'm like, what? What does this do? I, I don't know. Like, you know, mm -hmm. be a little honest and be like, oh, okay, so then I can use it for this kind of thing. Oh, cool. You know. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You'd be like, oh, thank you. That's so thoughtful of you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Finding the tag in the packaging, like oh, is a receipt in here anywhere? Well, you, you know what? Art, oh, it's just you just take it and deal with it. Well, you know what art you need to perfect is the art of you know like opening a card and trying to make yourself look like you're not just looking for the money in it. You uh, know, it's like yeah. the money falls into your lap and you're like, oh. how much? How much was that? How much was that? But you're like, no, 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 gotta read it, gotta read it. Yeah. Oh, was there money in here? It's oh, like the God. art of trying to not look like you're answering emails during Zoom classes. Oh uh, yes, that's true. The art of deception. <laughs> Well, yeah, but when you put it like that, does it sound so good? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's basically what you're doing. But it's out of love, you know? You want to show that you care and, like, acknowledge that they tried. So Yeah. My grandmother gives some pretty wacky gifts, too. She just doesn't know us, and so she finds uh, things at, like, dollar stores or convenience, other convenience stores. It's You're just like, oh, thanks. This is nice. Like, thanks for thinking of it. But just... She's 92. She doesn't have much of a sense of what's um, stylish. Yeah. And then also her eyesight is failing. Ooh. So she notoriously gave my older sister a picture of me for her graduation. <laughs> no, she meant to do that. And, and so it was a picture she had taken uh -huh. um, of me carrying a stack of laundry up the stairs. And I remember the moment. It was like she was at her house for Christmas break and... I'm walking up the stairs carrying yeah. a stack of my brother's laundry I just folded for him. Oh. Him. <laughs> used to always have to do my sibling's laundry, but that's another story. Wow. And she's like, Rachel, smile. And I turn around, she's got her little disposable camera and she takes a picture. And I didn't think much of it until months later, she has a picture developed and she believes that it's my older sister, <laughs> Chloe. And so she has a picture of who she thinks is Chloe carrying laundry up the stairs framed to give to her for her graduation. That is hilarious. But it was actually a picture of me. So my mom liked it and she hung it in the laundry room. <laughs> All right, so one last thing, Alora. We're gonna ask you before we send you back out into the cold. When is the right time to start saying Merry Christmas and when is the right time to stop saying it? Because you can get in a lot of trouble if you say it the wrong time. That is true. Um, I am definitely a big believer that Thanksgiving needs its air to breathe. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to talk about what you're thankful for. So I would say definitely after Thanksgiving is a great time to start saying Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. That's vague enough. You can start saying that pretty early. But okay. definitely not before Halloween. Then you're just crazy. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, I'd say. After Thanksgiving, uh, I don't know why you would keep saying it after christmas unless you're anticipating next year uh, or unless you're like you know it's the holiday season someone might say merry christmas to you after christmas just as like a courtesy like just to be like you know happy holidays right, right. yada 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 mm -hmm. so I, gu I guess i understand holidays that. i guess we're going to new years yeah that was something i noticed in particular this year is the weekend after thanksgiving people were still saying happy thanksgiving like in the airport in uh -huh. greetings and stuff and or goodbyes people were saying happy thanksgiving and i'm like thanksgiving is over no it's time for merry christmas you just want to get to christmas oh i do i started listening to christmas music just 
November 1st. I was there. She burst into the kitchen with a speaker and she was playing Mariah Carey. Was, Shameless. Was it Mariah Carey? No, it was It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas yes. by Michael Bublé. That's usually my first song because yeah. it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas on November 1st. And yeah. It wasn't even snowing yet. And yeah, actually it was late for snow, but it's never too early for Christmas music after Halloween. Actually, every once in a while, I slip a song or two in in October. Oh, that is just, that's, that's heresy. <laughs> hey, heresy to be celebrating the birth of Jesus year round? <laughs> I think it's a good thing. Okay, that, <laughs> she got me there. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming out, Alora. Mm -hmm. We're going to kick you out and make room for someone else. All right, sounds like fun. Thanks for having me. And you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And now we're going to have our guest, uh, Maddie, talk about Christmas movies. Hello, Maddie. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah, so Christmas is, you know, just around the corner. Right. Michael and really? I, uh, you know, kicked off our Christmas season by watching the uh, Peanuts Christmas special, as we do every year. That's just, you know, the best Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's also the uh, those claymation ones. Uh, you know, like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer right. and oh, the uh, Frosty the Snowman. And right. Those are always really good. Doesn't the uh, the elf want to be a dentist or something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I think that um, the Honest trailer for that movie says it best uh, as when you rewatch it, you think, wow, this movie is way weirder than I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it is really weird. As you yeah. get older. Wow. Right. Yeah, like the fact strange. that Santa Claus is skinny and has to eat a lot <laughs> <laughs> before Christmas each year. Right. He's <laughs> losing all his weight because he's like too stressed or whatever. Like that's yeah, kind of dark actually. <laughs> it, it is kind of <laughs> scary. Okay. I thought it was very funny in that movie how when they put the little thing on Rudolph's nose to cover the blinking red light that he starts to take like, Hey, Rudolph, my nose is... <laughs> See, he clearly can't breathe through that nose anyway. No, like, no. There's no yes. nostrils in the nose. All he, the other reindeer have nostrils. He, he is not <laughs> breathing through that incandescent light bulb on his nose. Should have been called Rudolph the nostril-less reindeer. <laughs> Rudolph the mouth-breathing reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Poor That's guy. That's the real reason that the reindeer didn't want to be around him. It just constant, <laughs> like, panting and a weird... <laughs> heavy, He's just constantly, like, like, wheezing. <laughs> He's a mouth breather. <laughs> hey, daughter, get a load of that mouth breathing great. <laughs> That's why Rudolph doesn't have a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. he doesn't. She maybe, thinks I'm too. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Clarice. She's definitely, She's definitely not his girlfriend, though. No, so no, no. There's, no. there's chemistry there, though. Yeah, but they're not like a you thing. Know? Dude, Rudolph is like hardcore simping for Clarice. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we were kids, my older sisters wanted to play Rudolph, and of course, my oldest sister always got to be Clarice. <laughs> who who was Rudolph? It's because oh, the of next sister. Clarice is like the I only. Was, I was Kermit female. the elf. <laughs> yeah, the dentist elf. Yep, wow. the dentist elf. Who, the I want to be a dentist. Did you have anyone play the abominable snowman? I think yeah. I think the next sister was usually the abominable. So snowman. did you actually rip the teeth out of her mouth? Oh no! I, of course not. <sighs> I cut her hair once, but I didn't rip her teeth. Okay, he, he was scary though. Damn. Oh yeah, I, I was I was freaked out. I both I had a love hate relationship with him as a child because I was extremely scared by him, but at the same time, I was completely obsessed. You know the part where he peeks his head over <laughs> Probably the mountain? Oh, that's freaking the yes. stuff of yeah. nightmares. Holy crap! <laughs> Mush. <laughs> Dude, can we talk about Yukon Cornelius for a Yukon second? Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> Greatest. No! 
So <laughs> <laughs> greatest movie character of all time. Changed my mind. He's like a better a better version of Indiana Jones. Oh wait wait wait. Excuse me. No 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 no. Yeah. He is. Nothing's better than Indiana Jones. I'm sorry. Yukon no. Cornelius. No. Yukon Cornelius is not. Indiana like, Jones isn't even a prospector. It's like it's like uh, uh, prospector, uh, lumberjack, and Indiana Jones and all had Cook. a all had a baby. Oh, he is like the prospector. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. From Toy Story Two. What is he Same licking? Vibe. Like, what is he searching for when he's licking? Gold, his gold and silver. I know, but like, silver and find, gold. He finds like he has that whole song. Yes, he? he does. Well, he doesn't sing that song. Oh, Burl oh, Ives. Burl Ives, the, the snowman, snowman with the guitar that sings it. Yeah, that's my bad. Oh yes. Have you ever seen a snowman with a guitar? <laughs> or a goatee? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right. Next snowman I make, I'll or, make sure or to include a goatee. Should we call it a snow tea? Uh. <laughs> All right, you can leave. That's just a complete acid trip. Most claymation movies are. Have you seen Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Dude, oh, that movie is amazing. That movie though. is disturbing. The it's Burgermeister. So, so oh, Dude. it's great. When he slips oh, on no. the toys and then he's hobbling <laughs> around. Dude, that movie scared me to death really? when I was little. Okay, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I wasn't afraid the Abominable Snowman, anything like that. That, w- that was fine. But like the Burgermeister and like that whole shindig and then the evil. The Ice King. The Warlock guy. Oh, the Warlock. Wait, that's yeah. a... Yeah. That's in the same movie. movie. Yeah, that's the oh. same movie. He turns the warlock good, and then he is like he melts. melts. Yeah. Put one foot in front, front of, of the other. other. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I loved that song when I was a kid. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Yeah, I loved that movie. It's great. And the girl, it always made me sad when Mrs. Claus got fat and lost the color in her hair. Because <laughs> I liked her when she was young and pretty and redhead. You'd rather have a... a Pretty young Mrs. Claus with an old gray. Santa well, no, Claus. but I just like them both young. I was sad when it like <laughs> the scene kept cutting and they were getting older and fatter because I was like, oh, I kind of liked them young. Dang, and fit. dang, Santa! <laughs> you ever heard of Nutrisystem? <laughs> yeah, maybe you should take a page out of the book from Reindeer Santa. I mean, like Rudolph Santa. Yeah. What? Get more stressed. Yeah, and more skin. Yeah, she had that song, the school teacher. What was that song she sang? It was so long. You know when you're a kid? It's like Climb Every Mountain in Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. A long song. (laughs) Yep. It's true. But I can't remember what it was. But she's singing about him. The plot of that movie was a trip. And didn't they escape? There was like magic corn or something that they fed the reindeer. And that's how they escaped from prison. That's how reindeer started flying. Yeah. Yeah. They were deer. Because the warlock was thrown in prison. And then he was like, oh, all I have in my pocket is this magic corn, corn that makes reindeer fly. It's like, like wait, that's like can't you do magic? Like, <laughs> He was not. like, I can't because I'm not evil anymore. I'm pretty sure he oh, said wow. that. He's like, I got oh, rid of everything. That is so arbitrary. That was, that's a, that's a deus ex machina moment right there. That is, oh, when the guards searched me, they left me this corn. Corn in his pocket? Oh, that can't mean anything. Nope. Yeah, I can't really blame them for that one, actually. <laughs> yeah. They probably just thought it was, like, leftover lunch. Right. Yeah. So, Maddie, mm-hmm. uh, what constitutes a Christmas movie? Like, obviously, uh, the movies we've been talking about, they're Christmas, but there's some that kind of, like, are on the edge, you know? Right. So, I guess it has to be set during Christmas time, you know, at least in December. There's a lot of the setting has uh, Christmas decorations, maybe some Christmas music in the background. Um Maybe, you know, that, that quintessential like holiday feeling that's kind of indescribable. Uh, but, you know, that includes Die Hard. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes. Okay, what exactly about Die Hard makes it a Christmas movie? It's set literally during it's a, Christmas. It's a Christmas so party. Yeah, in like yeah. the Nagatomi Plaza. It's literally Christmas. I mean, I it's think. a Christmas party that... Right. You know, the, That's true. That's true. Uh, where are they from? Uh, they're like Germans. Oh, okay. Alan Rickman. Oh, the, yes. A, a British thespian leading a group of Germans. Did you know Alan that Rickman that was his debut voice. performance? What? Was it really? That's his debut performance. Uh, that was yes. incredible. He is amazing. He has an incredible voice. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> at the end where Hans Gruber is hanging off the building and he's holding on to Bruce Willis um, they film that shot without telling Hans Gruber when they were going to uh, drop him and I keep uh, huh. yeah so it's, like it's a real surprise. tension there right so Alan Rickman uh, was I think they told him that they were going to drop on three and then they dropped early so <laughs> the, the nice. shock in his face is, real. is genuine yes oh, that's he's, awesome. he's pretty, truly that's afraid great. brilliant yep but what about a movie where there is a Christmas setting, but not throughout the whole movie? So, like, It's a Wonderful Life. Like, It's a Wonderful oh, Life? Yeah. It's, well, and if, it's Lethal a Wonderful Life. Okay. What, it's a Wonderful Life is technically all happens during Christmas. The first half, they're just giving the backstory. Right, but that doesn't take. And it's But it, the, the actual day is Christmas Eve. Yeah, that is true. but like you wouldn't say the same thing about Lethal Weapon though, because Lethal Weapon is on Christmas Eve, and no one runs around saying like, "Oh, it's a Christmas movie." Well, I think yeah, that's because true. Lethal Weapon is missing the feel-good the nature Christmas that it's a wonderful uh, life uh, provides oh, yeah. for. It's wonderful families. life is focused around like celebrating the holiday, and but, they what? But Bruce Willis brutally murdering terrorists is. The feel-good feeling that you're looking well, for. Well, he really oh. murders Harris to save his wife, and that's the feel-good feeling that we're looking for in mm. a Christmas. Is that movie. is that what we want? <laughs> yep. Walking across broken glass. And yes. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, or like there's that is the most movies. disturbing scene in the entire movie. Oh yeah. There is other movies like Holiday Inn is a Christmas movie, mm. and that's the movie where White Christmas was debuted. But it goes through the whole holidays. Like it hits Christmas like two or three times, but it's not yeah. I don't know I guess I would say it doesn't have to be only on Christmas but I agree with you that like Christmas has to be included and it has to yes, focus on definitely it has to have a focus on Christmas and maybe there's just you know on the holidays things like, are made Christmas movies by tradition if people watch them on Christmas every year they slowly become part of our culture uh, regardless of whether the original intent was to be a quote Christmas yeah. movie alright well thanks for coming out Maddie thanks for having me you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM and even though it's a Christmas special it would not be an episode of The Loft without either a game show or Ask Hillsdale so we will have a game show for this episode our Christmas special I'm going to play some scenes from four Christmas movies the mm. least Christmassy part of these movies more obscure scenes and Rachel and Caleb you guys are going to have to guess at the conclusion what Christmas movie it is based on this little snippet of information this is bad I'm excited I'm going to be bad at this alright here we go with number one I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation indivisible with liberty and is there a bell we can ring or something national okay. lampoons christmas vacation yeah this is national that lampoons is correct That's is it right before they bless I, the food and she says the pledge of allegiance yeah. instead yeah. say grace grace I, died 30 years ago i only know this <laughs> because we were talking about it earlier <laughs> all right uh here is uh number two now i have a machine gun Ho, ho, ho. 
Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> because of Alan, I only know that because of Alan Rickman's voice. <laughs> I still haven't seen the movie. Now I have Harold. It's, it's Severus Snape all just oh, through yeah. and through. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, actually, I can hear. I associate him with Galaxy Quest. Oh. All right, here we go. Number three. Oh, oh, I know what this is. Sounds like a cartoon, but I don't know. Guess something. Yeah. Okay. Well, it clearly sounds like someone's trying to put out a fire. <laughs> uh, like Frosty the Snowman? Okay, this, eh. is, this is straight up from Home Alone. Oh, I it's actually have never seen Home Alone. The door handle, yeah. And then I haven't the seen Home Alone. Oh, my so goodness. Uh. Yeah, my dad hated Home Alone, what? so we never watched yeah. it with kids. Because he thought the kid was annoying. Kid kind of is annoying. He yeah. is annoying. But Macaul- that's not the Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Get a real My name. My dad didn't like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then last but not. Okay, wait. Going into the final round here, I'm at three and Rachel's at two. Yes. So. Yes. All right. Here we go. Okay. Final round. I am not satisfied with the conduct of this division. Some of you men are under the impression having been at Anzio entitles you not to wear neckties. Well, you're wrong. Neckties will be worn in this area. And look at the rest of your appearance. You're a disgrace to the outfit. You're soft. You're sloppy. You're unruly. You're undisciplined. Any ideas, Caleb? I know exactly what this is. I never saw anything look so wonderful in my whole life. Best scene in one of the best Christmas movies ever. How is this a Christmas movie? Sounds like a war movie. Clearly you know, Rachel. It is a war movie. Can I say? Or do you want to guess something? No, I have no idea what it is. White Christmas. Yes. Ah. I've never seen it. The the general from so like all the guys they fought in World War Two and then they kind of like went their own separate ways and then the general guy he opened up like a inn, like an, an inn. inn in Vermont. Or yes, Vermont should be beautiful this time of year. All that snow. Yeah, and so then they all come back and like like all the old unit. I guess they get back together, or whatever at Christmas to honor him. Yeah. So that's that. I guess right. we got I the guess tie. We got a tie three three. Yeah. Oh, yes. Such a great option to end a great episode. White Christmas, one of the top Mm. Christmas movies. Never seen it. I have my moments on this show. (laughs) You've been listening to The Loft, a very special Christmas episode to be specific on Radio 3 Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Have a very Merry Christmas, and we will see you back next semester, hopefully for season three. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee ki Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful building alone! You're listening to a very special Christmas episode of The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia. I'm Kaleeb. And I'm Rachel Kukaji. So this week we're doing something a little special. We're calling it a Loftside Fire Chat. We've got a nice warm fire. we got all the nice chairs and got a lot of friends who are going to be stopping by the studio to talk to us a little bit. That's right, in true Christmas spirit. Oh, who could that be? It's senior Avery Bott. Here to talk with us about weirdest Christmas traditions. Welcome, Avery. Thank you for coming on. Hi. Thanks for letting me come on. So uh, let's get started with just some really weird stuff that they do in in Iceland. Or Iceland. So they have this little superstition tradition called the Yule Cat. 
And so people get a new set of clothes oh, no. on Christmas Eve in Iceland. And this dates back to an old legend where children who got their chores done before the end of the day on Christmas Eve would get a new set of clothes. And so the Yule Cat, which is as big as a house, would roam the countryside and eat any lazy children still in the fields without new clothes at the end of the day. That is that seems reasonable. Terrifying. Dude, I just realized that um, my parents would always give me new PJs on Christmas. <laughs> so that's why I was never eaten by a giant house-sized Yule cat. cat. <laughs> that makes the term house cat just whole new meaning. <laughs> I was always upset when I got clothes for Christmas because I thought it was a lame gift. But I guess if it's down to that or being eaten, I'd rather have clothes for Christmas. <laughs> Your true. parents were just trying to protect you <laughs> from I never the knew. Yule Cat. <laughs> All right, so uh, this next one is pretty crazy, Caleb. How would you tell us about hiding your brooms in Norway? Yeah. Hide your brooms. Because <laughs> in Norway... They believe that evil spirits and witches will emerge the night before Christmas. And if they find a broom or a mop or something else similar in your house, they'll steal it and try to ride it through the skies. <laughs> so uh, wh why wouldn't you just like burn all of your brooms? Or I guess like if you hide them, wouldn't it take longer for the, the like demons and stuff to try to find them? And so wouldn't they spend more time in your house? But the, it's not as much about the demon spending time in your house, I think, as not getting your brooms stolen. That's so why literally would you burn I, something I thought I would never hear out of someone's mouth. <laughs> Wouldn't that make it harder for the kids to do their chores? So you're basically just feeding your kids to okay, the old cat. If, <gasps> it's true. If you are making your kids do chores on Christmas well, Eve, you are probably a witch. <laughs> but like, that out there. I mean, same same thing might work, you know. And. I really think it's because they're afraid about the uh, the witches running air interdiction on Santa Claus. Yeah, too much mm. air traffic. Right, exactly. Can't, yeah. can't get a smooth landing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he may not come. So that's why you have to hide your brooms, hide your mops. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right, next one. Uh, mall Santas. Bring your kid to sit on a stranger's lap. You know, having your toddler sit on the lap of some guy who's probably just a rando off the street who does who knows what at night, or should I say day, because at night he's at the mall. It's pretty sketch. Wait, what? Well, yeah, we always went to Santa in the evening. At night? Well, yeah, it was like that's wait, so weird. You went to night shift Santa? <laughs> oh, that's even so. worse. Yeah, <laughs> it was always like after our parents were done with work, uh, after dinner, mm -hmm. we would go to visit Santa. Interesting, interesting. I wonder. I don't like. I would be so uncomfortable visiting Santa at night. Well, if you call it night shift Santa, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way around that. Yeah, that sounds pretty sketch. So I'm going to butcher this word because it has no English roots whatsoever. But this is the tradition of Mary Lud. Lud. Tradition from South Wales. It has pagan roots. A group of carolers dressed in horse skeleton costumes arrive at your door and challenge you to a versifying competition, which is basically just a rap battle. <laughs> so if you win, they leave. But if they win, you have to host them in your home for drinks before they sing a song and then leave. So it's like caroling, I, I but really, rap style. I, I wish we had this in the United States. It's caroling, but remember, the horse skeleton costumes and the pictures are terrifying. It's an actual horse skull on the That's top amazing. of their head. That's awesome. Why I, don't we have this? But why horses? Some pagan Who thing. Who cares? Yeah. It, it it's is like, weird. It's like why trees? It's a pagan thing. That's Vag and then pagan. Pag. It's pagan. Oh, pagan. it's that's a vag. Really pagan. scary. Oh, that. Oh, 
<laughs> That's so cool. Imagine that shows up. I would automatically lose a rap battle against that because I'd like, be too shit. No, but Basically, if you lose it, then they stay in your house for longer. Yeah. Imagine a ghost, like a sheep ghost, but then there's like a horse skull mm. stuck on the top and then a bunch of weird hair. I'm not a rapper. Although at the same time, if you lose, it's an automatic excuse to drink. Ah, true. And you're like, true. what could I yeah. do? I don't know. If I won, I can't I can't versify. I would lose but that But I would so not want to drink with that thing. I don't I, think they drink with it on. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't think they drink with it on. Oh, okay. These pictures are getting know? bad. Intense <laughs> paganism intensifies. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, probably one of the weirdest ones I've ever heard of. Is they just show up to your house and they're like, "Yo, I've got a horse head. Battle wrap me, or we'll drink your bread." <laughs> okay, what I drink want to know bread? is <laughs> the Mary part. Is Mary a person? Did somebody say? Like, put on a horse skeleton and say, like, hey, this is like Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go rap battle. Just as Mary. <laughs> Does this horse skull make me look like Mary? <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my you know what we should do? We should threaten people. And pretend we're Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe they'll give us alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make us go away. <laughs> That one's solid. All right. Oh my gosh. Last but not least on this list is, it's not really a Christmas thing, but it's, a, it's around the same time. It's in America, the presidential turkey pardon. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that a Thanksgiving thing? Yeah, it's it's around the same time. It was on the list on the website I was looking at. So obviously, <laughs> as we all know. Oh, well, that makes it the same. Each yeah. year, one turkey gets pardoned by the U.S. president, or as I like to call it, another leftist policy that lets criminals back on the streets. <laughs> a revolving what did that door. turkey do to you? All right. Well, Avery, thanks for braving the cold and coming out and hanging out with us for a little bit. Talk Absolutely. about some weird stuff. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me come on. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And during the break, Michaela Stiles Sr. stopped by. Hi, Michaela. Hey, what's up? So, Is there a Michaela Stiles Jr.? Uh, well, oh, she's gosh, a senior. I, in the <laughs> I don't know. You, you tell us, Michaela. <laughs> no. I mean, unless there's something I really do not know, which I don't think there is. That's good. Well, you are kind of like a, a singer on campus. You do all kinds of singing things. And so we thought this would be a great time to talk about Christmas music. Oh, I love Christmas music. So, Michaela, what is your favorite kind of Christmas music? Do you have a favorite artist, genre? Oh, man. Okay, so I'm a sucker for all the old stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But... I actually, I actually really, really like both Pentatonix and Home Free. They have a fantastic assortment of just really, really beautiful music. And probably, oh gosh, if I could do a plug. So for Home Free, you just have to look up Full of Cheer. It's the most incredible song I think I've ever listened to in my entire life. Um, should I give a, syn a synopsis or is yeah, it sure. spoiling it? Okay, so, so this is, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful songs ever written. And it starts out kind of sad, you know, the music comes in, it's a little bit slow, the main tenor starts singing, and he's expressing his disbelief that his girlfriend could leave him in the middle of the night, and he's sad, and the holidays are coming up, and what is he going to do? And then he realizes something. He's going to save so much money this year. <laughs> oh my so gosh. much money. It is a great song. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. When you introduced me to that, I didn't know I needed it in my life. Oh, that's such a Nick Trellia song. It really, is. It is. So practical. I'm going to save an arm and a leg this Christmas. I'm going to have some money come this year. It's also <laughs> super relevant to you because you always save an arm and a leg. What? Because he's single. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> you got Says me. one single wanna, man to another. So. I want to say that Trans-Siberian Orchestra is one of the Ooh, best. Yeah. Christmas. Yes, so that's, that's one I haven't uh, listened to. Instrumentalist of all time. It's See, like there's always more. I haven't even listened it's like to orchestra and orchestra rock yet. combined. Mm -hmm. what, what's yeah. better than that? Like electric light orchestra. Yeah, except that's true. Better. What of my? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Christmas songs is it's White Christmas, but it's like a uh, I forget what the group is called, but it starts off with like the the doo wop kind of parts like doo 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 da da. Oh, you mean da, Michael Bublé and Shania da, Twain? Do, 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 do. No, it's because uh, that version of White Christmas oh, is yeah. great. Yeah. I'm dreaming of a white. Yeah, and it has like all the backing vocals and stuff. It's like a five piece group. It's incredible. The oh. harmonies are tight. Mm -hmm. I know what version you're talking about. They yeah. are tight. It's like a Motown group or something. It's very very good. Yeah, I huh. I want to. I in do that like Motown the classic group. Bing Crosby White Christmas. Me too. The that jazz piano, ah, oh, kills me every time. Also, Silver Bells, Dean Martin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a classic, yeah. That's one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's beautiful. Just filled with Christmas cheer, and it never gets old, so you can play it as many times as you want. And, and Josh Groban in Oh Holy Night. Oh, yes, Josh Groban. You can't. Can't have a Christmas season. You want to get chills and start tearing up. Listen to Josh Groban. The Bing Crosby oh, one night. is good too. Oh, it is Bing. Cro I actually, I think I like Bing Crosby more than I more than I like the Josh Groban. His one. voice is a little more powerful on the yeah. at the chorus. Yeah, it's very very emotion filled. One 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 song. I think probably my favorite Christmas carol ever is "Mary Did You Know." Pentatonix does a fantastic oh, they version do. of that. I was yeah, they that do. yesterday. I like um. Josh Groban's version of Mary, did you know? Also, Peter Holland's. Have you listened to his oh, Christmas album? Oh, yes. He has good Good, good stuff. Honestly, almost any version of Oh Holy Night. It's just probably my favorite Christmas hit. Well, unless it's the um, slightly out-of-tune children's choir who happens to be singing at the 4 p.m. mass in St. Oh. Mary's Williamston. But, you know. Oh, well, I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> I do. Nick, do you listen to Christmas music? Yeah, I literally just talked about a song that I liked. <laughs> Name another one. Uh, there is It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Uh-huh. Oh, Michael Bublé's favorite, Christmas album. Who's your favorite artist for that? Uh, Bublé is really good. Bing Crosby also does a good job. Mele Kalikimaka might be <gasps> my oh, favorite yes. Christmas song. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm from Alabama, and we don't get snow down there. At, so like, at least in the far south Alabama. And so I can really like jive with just having a sunny and clear and bright Christmas. I love that song. It brings into mind, have you seen uh, the Griswold Family Christmas? Yes, Na ah. National Lampoon's oh Christmas my Vacation. Gosh. Oh, classic, yes. that is such a classic. It's a good movie. Yeah. My my family, we always sit down to watch it because it's that's an ugly tree tragic. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> or the turkey, yeah, the you cut yeah, up in the turkey. That's such a great <laughs> scene. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite scene. <laughs> when, when the squirrel jumps out of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, say, can you see? <laughs> yeah, that is a class. My family, we always sit down because it's our tradition to mm. watch this. But also as a family, we always forget the few select scenes that we don't want our youngest members yes. of the family to yes. see. Every year. And every year, we always lose the remote. 
around that same time. Well, so normally what we do is we have a couple older siblings mm -hmm. strategically placed around the couch to sit next to the younger siblings. And uh. as soon as those scenes pop up, we know the remote's gonna be lost. So somebody runs to go find the remote. The other people run and put their hands over little it's kids' funny. eyes. It's and by the time we find the remote, the scene is over. It's funny how you can plan to sit strategically, but you can't plan to actually have the remote for once. <laughs> it's, it's a weird phenomenon, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, what was that other Chris? Oh, Die Hard. We used to have, because we'd always watch Die Hard every Christmas too. And like when my sister was little, my mom didn't want my sister to hear Yippie ki -yay, And then the, the second half of that, she didn't. And and it, you see, it's like, it's so quick. And it's like, you know, it's like you have to, you can't really anticipate it. Because it's like there and it's gone, you know. Wait, doesn't he just say mother fructose corn syrup? Uh, yes. Okay. And then there's other stuff that goes on in that movie. Oh. Yeah. I've actually never seen it really should it's worth it i think i'll just stick with the christmas vacation national lampoons oh no grizzled family christmas that's what it's called i was good is it wrong. called i thought it was national lampoons christmas yeah. vacation oh yep that's probably it well on that note thanks michaela for coming out <laughs> thanks so much for having have me. have a guys. merry christmas you too you're listening to the loft on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm and uh, we actually just got a call in from one of our longtime fans, big fan Joe Wellemeyer, and we're going to talk about some some of the worst Christmas presents we've ever seen. Uh, how you doing, Joe? Yeah, not bad, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Other than you know, got a, a bit of a cough here, down with down with the COVID, presumably. Uh. So shortly after getting married, a husband and wife gifted each other a self-help book entitled Living with an Abusive Spouse. After opening his, the husband thought it was hilarious and put it on his bookshelf. After getting hers, the wife beat him with a broom handle. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I, I wonder so, who needed it more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only one of them gave Probably. it as a joke. Probably the wife needed it more. <laughs> Gonna come out and say the obvious here. <laughs> what about getting wow. a book called um, "Coping with Being Adopted"? <laughs> if, if, oh, if you if you didn't know you were adopted beforehand. Yeah. Then... What if that's how you found out? <laughs> you like little. <laughs> I don't think that's a hint anyone wants. <laughs> Finding out Christmas Day, too. You rip open a present, you're like, oh boy, what is it? <gasps> you're adopted. <laughs> so I'm looking at this list and I see a bag of Kroger shredded cheese, which is pretty funny. And it reminds me about the year we all decide to gift our dad bags of broccoli. <laughs> so. Oh, God. He's pretty healthy. You're a terrible child. Oh, I, <laughs> I just found one here. Yeah, I'm doing my own independent research. Ooh. Mail a Saints potato. A what? The best gift ever. For just fifteen ninety nine. You can mail someone a potato with something. <laughs> that is outstanding. Sixteen dollars for a freaking potato? <laughs> Mailed. Probably plus probably plus shipping and handling and all that. Right, right. Is this being shipped from like <laughs> South Africa or something? Where oh my goodness. They don't grow potatoes in South Africa. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's, oh, it's on anonymouspotato.com. Not sponsored. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's my <laughs> joke. So basically, this person said that from their grandmother, they got this present, they unwrapped it, and it was like a little tin box. 
and inside was a fake gift card, like showing you where you're supposed to put the gift card in. And uh, she was like, what is this? And the grandmother goes, it's a gift card holder. You can put all of your gift cards in there. Ouch. That's, uh, that's rough, buddy. Literally the only thing worse Ooh. than getting an actual gift card for somewhere. <laughs> Just getting a holder <laughs> for gift cards. Oh my god. Speaking of which, like... That's bad. What if you just got, like, what if you just gave someone coupons or vouchers for a store? Like 50% oh, off or something? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of cash or a gift card? Off. the story about a girl whose aunt gave her a rock she gave presents to the girl and her two older cousins said it said it's time for the big girls to open their gifts and the cousins went first and they got scarves and then this girl opened her present and pulled out a rock and she was looked up waiting for the aunt to laugh and the aunt totally straight faced said isn't it wonderful and she said <laughs> The aunt said she had dug it out of her garden the previous summer, and she knew that this girl would think it was so cool. The following year, the aunt gave her acorn tops because some people know how to use them to whistle, and I don't know how to show you or explain, but I'm sure you can figure it out, end quote. <laughs> oh, my God. So well, she, she I mean, the rock itself isn't, isn't terrible, I guess. You know, <laughs> the, what, it's like the 80s or what, the 80s and the 90s or pet rock sort of thing? Or the 70s, maybe? <laughs> I mean, it's like a throwback to a bygone era. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what was going on there. It is. It surely, surely. <laughs> okay, so we, we've got one here. Little story says that uh, his mom bought him one of those 3D posters that were really popular in the 90s. Uh, this guy is blind in yeah. one eye. <laughs> How, just, oh dear. What? <laughs> oh dear. Well, no, to the 3D lens, you have to have the, the blue and the red film on the glasses, so he would be seeing like red colored lines or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) poor guy i heard about never get the full effect (laughs) well it's probably because he didn't wear his safety goggles in chem lab or something (laughs) oh it totally would be so i heard about this kid who um got a pair of pajamas from his mom and they were identical to the pajamas that he was wearing while he opened the gift yeah. Thanks for pretty, an, an, uh, another one, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like your kid's afraid that Mom's going to shwack him. That's, that's what you got me last year. <laughs> and you'll like it. You'll like it again. <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> Were they at least like a different size, like trying to drop a hint or something? <laughs> Lose some weight, kid. A couple sizes smaller. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> all right so to cap us off here um best gift ever a taxonomy book about fish for a nine-year-old wow you know what taxonomy is joe <laughs> what better what what 
Wait, what'd you say? This man was almost a bio major. He knows what taxonomy is. Almost a bio, a bio major, major is the most telling. <laughs> if I had majored in biology, I'd have a useful degree. Yeah, you'd, you'd have a job right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Look, I mean, what better way to spark natural curiosity in a child than giving them a book about taxonomy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like... It, now, even better would be another tax kind of book, Taxidermy. <laughs> yeah. That'll the, start them young. Right. Well, the, the problem is the, the cat's going to go missing if you give them that book. <laughs> Maybe just give them a book on taxes so you can learn something useful. You could. You could. You can be one of those, be one of those Hillsdale more. accounting majors. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Joe. Hey, thanks for having me. Merry Christmas. Man, you know. Hey, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> happy, happy Christmas, and God bless us, everyone.